back at it again. Hey everyone, welcome back to Clear the Haze. Once more. Once more. Episode 29. Thank you. I was thinking yes. in my head, I was like, episode 29, it is episode 29. It is. With stamp of approval right here. We're giving you the approval. We got one of the most uh, amazing people I've ever met in my life on yes. this episode. One of the, the, probably one of the coolest people. Good energy. Good energy right away intellectually on a whole different level than everybody else around her it's crazy what, wow what, the way she speaks it's a big statement it's a big statement because it's true i've experienced wow. it firsthand you okay know? okay we'll this dive per- this person yeah we're gonna dive we're gonna dive we're gonna dive deep people are gonna people aren't ready man no people aren't not. ready oh they're not <laughs> biz betsing is in the building right yes, now yes yes she's an actress she's a model she's a mental health enthusiast she wants to talk about different things Maybe we'll get into the prophetic a little bit. I know we will. I'm yeah. interested. I want to know your thoughts on some things. Willie, yes. welcome. We're wow. ready for you. Thank you guys so much. That was such an awesome introduction. Oh, yes. Wow. We try <laughs> Thank our you. best. That means a lot. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. You know, we Happy did not tell a single lie. No. We did not tell one lie. Everything no. is true. And Aww. you brought it to the table. <laughs> so thank you for joining us today. It's you know, my it's, honor. You know, it's funny. I actually, I said that to someone recently. I think I, you know, you know, when you're around certain people and then sometimes you just spill out and some wisdom comes out and you know, some yeah. inspirational words yeah. come out. And then I told them, I was like, bro, you inspired that. Yeah. And then they were like, wow. no, bro, that was just, that was just you speaking. And I was like, no, 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 no. I wasn't even on the wavelength of what yeah. I was telling you. Right. I right. was talking to you and you inspired me to say this. And I think that I feel like sometimes people forget that. That well, they have there's that power, value you know? in just speaking genuine and yeah. from just from the heart. You know, you you can yeah. you can really make anything happen, and you can definitely brighten someone's day at the very least. So yeah. we need more of that in the world: positivity, yeah. good energy, good vibes, and that's what we're here to do. Episode yeah. twenty nine coming at you right now. Yes. Good vibes. Yes. Yeah. So no, it is amazing though, like what you were saying about like you're around certain people and you're just able to be like super open and yeah, i think yeah. like that's amazing because there's so much like pain in this world so it's like so nice when you can be around people who like refresh you and just open up and allow you to be like yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's weird because i feel like even in recent episodes like when i because ref- i'll listen to some of these episodes and i'll reflect and i'll listen again to what we talked about and i'm just like the stuff we talk about is so much deeper than we think, yeah. you know, but we stumble upon such conversations like with certain people who you're like, why do like with Christine, we, st- we start talking about y- the universes and like time and like all these spectrums where you're like, right. you can't just have those conversations. It's not like a casual yeah. conversation, but it's it is, cash- but it happens and you stumble upon it. And then suddenly it's like, why did we stumble upon that? Right. Why did we get to those points? It's like, it's even because we asked the right questions. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, who are you yeah like what what (laughs) what and when i say that i mean in in a sense of like what makes biz yeah um what makes me wow okay well i think that it's like source so for me like the energy that i feel like i have is because i take time to be mentally healthy and i take time to like practice like how to be spiritual and that meaning like i really want to be a loving person and a caring person um yeah and just calm and peaceful so yeah i think that's me and just like being myself has always been so important to me right i think there's so much value in the authenticity um and it's really cool too because i feel like i've been on such a journey the past few years of like finding my authenticity but like bringing that into my career right so like for for um instance like with modeling i started booking jobs when i learned how to be authentic like truly myself yeah 
And it's just, like, amazing how, like, that, like, key has just, like, shifted my career. Um, so, yeah. Well, and when <laughs> wow. you say yourself, like, were you copying other people that you were trying to reach their status so you were doing what they were doing? Or were, were you just... Yeah, on something else. That's so interesting. Um, Yeah, I think like a lot of times when you have a dream, it's like an, you know, it's like an idea in your mind. And so when you start actually trying to live that dream, you don't really know how to do it. And so you're trying to find that. And for me, like, I would always see models and I was always photogenic, but I didn't, I didn't develop the skill I didn't know exactly like what that meant so I would see models in castings I would see like 200 gorgeous like beautiful people and instead of being like well what what makes me different or who am I I was like oh that girl's prettier than me I need to be like that Mm. so that meant like oh I need to lose weight now or I need to buy that outfit or I need to dye my hair this color and I just felt like that was such an empty period of my life because I wasn't ever good enough and I wasn't enough. And, um, you know, that's just like mentally, that's so frustrating because it's like you're coming. I'm from Michigan. So I literally came across the country to do something, dropped out of school, like um, at Michigan State University for modeling. My family, like people told me like, we'll see you in six months. You're never going to make it there. And that was so hard for me. I came with like a thousand dollars. And so everything was on the line for me. And I I feel like that also is really hard too because it's like you have this big dream and you're so desperate to make it happen. Yeah. And so it was just like a really angsty period of I was trying to prove to people and I think I was trying to be validated instead of realizing like I don't need to be validated because I truly love this and Mm -hmm. I truly like I am good enough and I'm special enough. And so it's so interesting because that's actually when I had like a spiritual awakening when I was really like miserable seeking like these answers um, that I felt like truly loved for the first time. And um, that love like led to so much change. Like I changed like night and day. Like it was just so crazy. Mm -hmm. And because I felt so loved, I felt like... I didn't need to prove myself to people. So I would go into these castings now. I had blinders on. I wasn't looking at anybody else because I realized like I have what I need to do this. Yeah. Um, so self-love. Yeah. So yeah. self-love. It's, it's so powerful. And I, I just feel like it's the hardest thing. And I, I think like the reason so many people have anxiety or like mental health issues is because we don't know how to love ourselves. And you know, a lot of times like we're looking for validation externally through other people and people are broken, you know, they're all dealing with stuff. So, you know, it's really hard for other people to realize like how much you're counting on them to validate you and to Mm -hmm. love you. And because, you know, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of our parents, they never dealt with their uh, childhood traumas that like they they didn't even mean to, but they kind of brought them into the next generation. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool. I feel like now our generation is starting to, you know, learn the practices of self-love and like the importance of it. Um, 
So it's just like a really powerful thing. There's That's a lot awesome. of emphasis yeah. on that right now. Yeah. I, I, There's a lot, lot right? It's yeah. Well, yeah. everyone's realizing, hmm, no one else is going to love me. Like, I should probably <laughs> yeah. love me. So yeah. it, it's good that we're all like, hmm, hey, man, don't be mean to yourself. Like, love yourself. We have yeah. Ryan Kennedy with us today. If you guys remember from way back, way back. he makes special <laughs> guest appearances from time to time. So We, we have, mentioned him in like four straight yes, episodes yes. in a row, I remember. Like um, live studio audience today. But uh, you're what? you're you're totally right spot on the, the very interesting thing about it is you have also like you speak on self-love as it's like that's something you realize that you had to do right and yeah. now it's like now you've done it now you've you've acquired it now you basically can look at yourself at any time and go that's who i am and that's yeah. who i am now and i'm okay with that and i love that person right now right you know yeah. that's a hard thing to do for a lot of people it is you yeah. know some but people the, never figure it out. some people never figure it out but then once you do and we've talked about it before on here is like that's when you can truly outreach to others right yeah that's when it's okay to be like yo i know who i am let me try to help you see who you are because mm-hmm. I had I had blinders on on who I was too, mm-hmm. you know, and someone had to come and remove those and go, hey, hey, you don't have to be this person that everybody built you out to be when you were a kid yeah. or when yeah. you were growing up. And they were like, this is who you have to be to be successful. This is or this is the type of job you have to go into or the type of career you were just like. I want to be an artist. I want to go and create. I want to use these creative, you know, powers that I have. That's the what I think of it as. But it's it's like you took those abilities and you weren't afraid to go tap into them. And that's that's the key. That's the first freaking thing you need to realize yeah. before you even move, before you even decide to move to Los Angeles. Realize that you have that potential. Realize yeah. the fact that you can make it. Realize right. that you'll succeed in that business, right? right? Know your place in that business. Yeah. See yourself there. Visualize yourself at a party shaking hands of another executive yeah. finalizing a deal do all it's those amazing things. the power of like you're talking a lot about like manifestation and like right. it's so powerful like i remember sitting in my dorm room like just so depressed because i knew i wanted to be an actor and i yeah. wanted to do modeling and i just didn't know how to get there yeah. and i would sit there and i would dream of being in old navy commercials wow. or like auditioning for projects and it's amazing like the things that I literally had in my mind have come to pass. And I'm sure it's the same with you. It's just like amazing. It's, (laughs) it's like, you don't really need to know all the steps on how to get there because I feel like a lot of it is just trusting. Like when you, like what you're saying is like, don't be afraid to like go out there after you visualize. And it's all like trusting that, like, if you believe in that dream and you're going towards it, like you might not have the steps, but you're going to end up where you were supposed to be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because you manifested. Yeah. 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 So where did you find yourself love? Like what, what led you to that? That's true. Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, yeah. I think that what led me to self love was that I think I needed to, because I feel like, I had well actually yeah I just got out of like a long-term relationship so I moved to LA I like met someone we were we dated for like a year and I felt like that whole entire time like I was sacrificing for him and I was trying to earn his love rather than it be like a mutual like sacrifice it was just one-sided and he's a great guy like I still have a lot of respect for him but it, it was just like such a a really difficult time because I wasn't being loved and I was like pouring so much out or trying to and I felt like that was I was at my last straw like it was like I wasn't having the love from my family they were still upset that I had moved um I'm in a new place I don't know anybody and the only person I know is my boyfriend at this time and Mm -hmm. he was so dependent on me that I didn't ever 
really meet people yeah. and he didn't even like listen or hear me and so i just felt like i had to love myself because i needed to get love from somewhere yeah, yeah. Uh, because i was just like <laughs> yeah. so yeah. like you were alone. suffocated yeah. yeah you were like where's the love at guys yeah. black eyed peas where's the love <laughs> yeah and i just think i hit such a low and i was just really seeking to be loved and and i just felt like this overwhelming feeling like well why don't you love yourself mm. And I feel like for me, I've always, it's been hidden, but I feel like I always did value myself. I just think that I let what other people or what they, the lack of, um, you know, love from other people, I think I, I let that kind of affect me. But I, I do think when I look back that I did always believe that I had value. I yeah. just think the outside world kind of like lessened it, right. I guess. Wow. Right. Yeah. And what, what... Well, first of all, self-love is the most healthiest love that you could have found yeah. because a lot of people don't find that initially and they f try and seek that love in other yeah. areas and that leads to some dangerous and yeah. dark roads. So it's good that you found that within yourself the yeah. first because that's truly all you need in the end is as long as you're good with what you're doing, it's all good. Yeah. So shout out to you for that. Thanks. But um, what were you studying at? at Michigan State before you came? Oh, I was studying supply chain management. And I <laughs> actually, yeah, it's wow. so funny because um, I like, yeah, I grew up like super just, I felt, okay, so I had a severe allergies and I still do. And I actually yeah. had multiple like near-death experiences. Wow. And when I was younger, like I, I almost died and the doctor said like, he said to my mom right in front of me, like, it is truly a miracle that your daughter is still alive. Wow. Wow. And I feel like that gave me like this really weird pressure um, to just like continuously. Time really bothered me, I would say. Like, so, you know, most 10, 11 year olds are outside and they're not really thinking about time or like what that means. And for yeah. me, it was like, oh, my God, I almost died. Like, I feel like I'm here for a purpose and like what is that purpose you yeah. know now I realize we all have a purpose yeah. and yeah you know from what if you don't mind me asking um so I actually had like one bite of lentil soup and I'm super allergic to lentils what? and yeah and I it like basically all my airways swell up and so like all the oxygen just like wow it you know I can't breathe and yeah. so like my heart will cramp and I just will like go unconscious but if I don't get my EpiPen within oh my like God three or four minutes like I I'm toast and I actually remember my mom like as I was like passing out she was like running down the, sh the road to meet the ambulance like in she was carrying me in her arms like oh, screaming wow. and oh so it was gosh. just a very traumatic like turning point in yeah. my life and Aldrey? like I think I was 11 oh my so gosh. like this is you know and it's like Jesus. You can't even see that coming. So exactly. And it's like, I feel like that kind of like made my eyes just like really open at such a young age. And I think that's why I feel like I've gone through a lot of painful moments because uh -huh. I feel like people who are very aware, they like experience things that are just like really like tough. Like they think yeah. about it more. So it just like hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so wait where was i what was the question <laughs> <laughs> no you no you we were just talking about where you were oh, supply chain yes. management yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. oh okay yeah so this led to um this led to me being like okay so i don't know what my purpose is obviously i'm 11 yeah. and so i just wanted to <laughs> yeah so i yeah it's like who, who knows what their purpose is at 11 yeah, okay yeah no and kidding. i'm like 
So I feel like I was very misunderstood growing up because I always was like yeah. overachieving and I felt like that was how Same. I, yeah, that was how I was <laughs> trying to like uh, earn people's love. Again, like the theme is like, I've always just been doing so much for other people yeah. or n- whatever I did, seeking to be loved. Mm. And it just never was good enough. Like I got a 4.0, wasn't enough. Played for varsity sports, wasn't enough. Joined NHS, student council, wasn't good enough. Wow. And so I went to school and I just like was like, okay, well, in college, I'll find my purpose. And, you know, that was like definitely the opposite. I found what I didn't want to do. (laughs) Yeah, I went there, applied um, to supply chain management, um, which is so interesting because it's so polar opposite of what I'm doing. But I actually don't think that anything we do in life is like a waste. So it's so interesting because I'll even be on set now. So supply chain management is like taking out the inefficiency of like a system. And it's amazing because like I'll be on set and when production isn't like scheduled properly, I'm like, wow, this would be so much better if like they schedule this in a more efficient way. (laughs) And so it's it's amazing like how I feel like that's useful also in time management now. But anyways, I was sitting in lecture halls with like 600 kids um, out of 50,000 undergrad, um, you know, school. And I felt like such a number. Like it was, it was like, fuck. Yeah. I felt like such a number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's what like really led to like pumping out students. Yeah. Yeah. That's all universities are. Exactly. Pump out degrees. Exactly. Give me money. Yeah. It's amazing how, you know, some people really love college for me. I was so miserable because I felt so alone. Like there's so many people you're standing next to everybody and no one would connect, you know, they don't want to actually know you. They're too afraid. And it was very lonely for me. And, um, it's just so crazy. I actually, so I actually like had my first modeling job ever in Florida. And the very day that I was going to fly, I caught, this sounds so crazy. My life has been like epic, <laughs> like in bad ways, <laughs> but also really wonderful ways. Yeah. Um, but I caught like bacterial meningitis. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And yes. Yeah, what so, the heck? How random? <laughs> I know. So like, I was right. so excited. Cause right, like this is like, I'm thinking like, oh, I might've found like my ticket. Like yeah. I just yeah. got to prove to my parents, like I can do this. It's my first trip over there to Miami. And I woke up that morning with like the worst headache of my life. And by the time I was on the plane, I couldn't turn my neck. So basically for what it's your brain lobes swell and like your, you know, your white, white, white blood cells. Yeah. Yeah. Like normally I think they're at like a very low count, like, like under 30 and mine was at 1500. Yeah. And like, so it's like a full body takeover. It was a war going on. Yeah. Wow. And and so I actually like had to be carried off the plane. (laughs) She gets carried off everywhere. Wow. Yeah. I like, seriously, like I got, (laughs) yeah. And so I got like, Carried off. This and is a short film, by the way. <laughs> I know, right? Just Someone, through life. You can write like a movie. <laughs> um, and yeah, my brain lobes like basically caused um, me like to go blind. And so I lost my sight and I was on my way to the hospital. They threw me in to a CAT scan, thought I was having a brain aneurysm. Oh my God. And so I, I honestly like was like, I don't even care if I die right now because I'm in so much pain. Like what? It would oh be. My gosh. I've been there though. Yeah. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I've been there for certain situations. Not pain, just situations. Yeah, just like, yeah. If it's my time, it's my time. No, yeah. that, that pain <laughs> though is like, look, this. Any, any, I will literally do any. Is there a child you need me to like take away? I, I will do anything to 
just get rid of this pain. Like, yeah. it's crazy what you're willing. That's why torture is a, an effective method yeah. of information because pain is you'll do a lot to relieve it. Yeah. So I, I feel you. So what did, what did they have you on? Just a bunch of painkillers. Oh, yeah. So I they did two lumbar punctures. So they like take like I think they're like six inch needles. They like take out oh the spinal. Oh, so man. it basically causes you to you can't move for like hours on end. And I had two yeah. of those. So I pretty much had to sit there, but all my organs, like people literally get limbs cut off from this, like, and people will die. It's very fatal. And so like, I was just really lucky that like I walked out of there without like major impairments. Um, but yeah, I had all that time to think, and that's actually what propelled me to make the choice of leaving to model because I had a week there and no one from my school reached out to me. Even the people who were my friends at the time, like, and you know i just felt like wow i truly have no one and this is a cycle it's a cycle of life and i just like can't do it anymore i have to do something and so that's that's when i decided like i need to move and i think yeah i feel you so hard right now yeah yeah. it's crazy uh we're we're, we have a lot of parallels and i just hearing someone else explain how they felt in those situations is like it's validation that you don't even realize that you need but it's it's really good so sorry you had to go through that but thank you for you know explaining how Uh, that made you feel well see that's why i love stories and talking and conversations because it's like sometimes like we have these things um you know like these feelings like deep inside and we feel alone and i think like when other people share you can connect to it and you really like relate and i think that's so powerful yeah makes you feel yeah more known less lonely yeah Wow, that's well, that's powerful. The very interesting thing about that too is like we look at pain, but at the same time we can also look at the healing factors. Mm-hmm. And healing is so very interesting to me because it's yeah. like you could just be sitting there, and then just like that the pain is gone within well, a couple all days. All pain right? goes away. All pain yeah. goes away over Sometimes time. Sometimes right? suddenly. That's what they say, right? Some, but definitely over time. Over time, yeah. right? Obviously, but the crazy thing is, it's like with I prayed for my dad the other day, right? My dad in Peru. And he's having problems with his heart. And I was on the phone with him on WhatsApp and we're, we're FaceTiming. And right, I'm talking to him and suddenly I feel inclined to pray for him. And I was like, all right, random. He were already saying bye, but okay. Mm-hmm. So I take the time, I pray for him. And as I'm praying for them, the prayer gets so in-depth that it's literally like you. I was telling him, I was like, you need to decide that you want to be healed. Wow. Mm-hmm. You need to decide right now that right. you want to be healed because I can bring it up and I can say it and I can draw the Holy Spirit to want to make it happen. And I can get God to write, d- proclaim that you will be healed. Right. right. And I can bring all of that attention to you. But if you don't make that decision, once all that attention's on you, then there's no point. Right. Right. So if there's no belief, there's no faith you're, on his you're end. But again, the energy, I feel but like that's self love in a way. But I feel th- like we that's don't what, deserve that's what to I'm, be healed. Th- that's what I'm getting at. It's like that the aspect of knowing that you're self loved, right? Like that you love, you can love yourself, and that power in itself is the healing power that you have, right? Because you are able to just be like, yo, I I can heal myself right now, yeah. right? You have a yeah. you have any type of problem, man? I'm gonna. Your bones, though, naturally heal. Your skin, it'll naturally heal. 
your mind, that's the one where it's like you have to tell yourself, hey, I can do this, right? Mm -hmm. Because everything else is just going like a mechanism. Your mind is the one thing that is like, hey, let me check in with you real fast. How how are you feeling about this? You know, and then you have to make a decision. And because that's the whole aspect of free will. Make your decisions. You you, you make the decision that you want. You know, nobody's going to force you to do anything that you don't want unless you're put in that situation. But in regular life, you know, you're constantly making decisions, right? 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Like you're well, making decisions all the time. That's what power is yeah. too. It's yeah. like that's why ownership is so important as well. It's like each choice, you're ultimately taking power of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, and just since we're on the topic of pain, I just I just want to call back to what you said. You said you got heart cramps. What? Yeah. What is a heart cramp? So, I mean, I don't know the medical term for it or not, but basically, like, because of the lack of oxygen, my chest starts, like, cramping because, you know, it's like you need the air to breathe. Yeah. So, I mean, I've never experienced a heart attack, but I feel like it's probably a very similar type of pain. Mm. Um, But, yeah, it's crazy. Like, when I have allergic reactions, my eyes will swell shut, like, like completely shut. Yeah. Um, Airways, heart cramps stomach like is killing because my body recognizes that food as a, a toxin right so it's like trying with everything it has to reject it yeah yeah, yeah. wow so obviously you've gotten a an allergy an allergy test and everything yeah. so what it's just is it just lentils or uh it's so many things honestly like it's a ton uh <laughs> i'll just have water yeah no seriously like it's really actually that's like a whole other topic because it's like very challenging to eat and it kind of like is interesting how something so small like food can actually like change your social life because it's like it makes it very hard and stressful for me to meet with like people because it's like if they want to go to this certain restaurant and i'm allergic to everything it's like i don't want to be the person because i'm very like laid back so i don't want to be the person that's like we can't go there so then sometimes i'm just like oh i can't go (laughs) i'm i'm busy you know i I get that but at least you're conscious some people just don't care they're like no i i only eat this and this so we can only go here yeah we went there last night yeah i mean i think i don't want to be that person that like inconveniences other people too much (laughs) fair enough fair enough but i feel like that's just like a very good natured person like that's a good quality to have thank you you know but also you're looking out for your allergies you're looking out for gotta stay alive you You gotta stay alive (laughs) exactly so what what's very interesting is um i was just looking at this i i I watched this video this week and it it brought up something that i had never thought about i guess in this phrasing um because it was talking about bullying and it, it's it was talking about how to like um take down any bully right like how to defuse it yeah. and basically what the guy does is the the guy continues to uh, attack him right in yeah. in some way and the guy is just very accepting of what the guy is saying and he's wow. just like yeah okay you think that great well yeah. in my mind i don't think that and when i leave this conversation none of what you say is going to matter to me wow. right yeah. so it's like immediately removing yourself and just going like you can be mad at whatever you want but i'm not going to be a part of it right right and so then the guy goes into and it's called um dominance behavior and i thought that was a very interesting uh terminology for that and i was like dominance behavior is something i had never really thought about right it's like but it is so there with status especially in the acting world like 
acting is all about status, especially when you're w- with certain people on set and or even just in character play, right? right? Status is all, um, story is all about status, yeah. right? So in real life, you obviously would see it all the time with, with the behaviors changing with bosses or with people you meet. Yeah. And so it's just it's just very interesting. And I'm curious to know if you've ever experienced that with, with like, I know you're working in modeling and you're doing acting. Like, yeah. do you see a lot of that? Yeah, so... Yes, I definitely see a lot of status. And also I feel like what goes along with that is rejection. Mm. Um, And just, okay, so first off, when I started modeling again, it was very critical. Like I had agents who told me I needed to lose weight, would measure me and then call the other agent like in the different office and be like, oh my God, her hips are this wide. Like, oh my God, like like it was the biggest deal. And I was like a size zero and like, they're telling me that like my hips are too wide and I'm like oh my god like I don't know what to do you know what I mean and it's like it was really challenging but then I just realized like I came to a point where I realized like these people they like to have because I would lose the weight and then they would be like oh my god you're too skinny and so I realized I'm never gonna win they don't actually even care and maybe they do care but it's like what they care more about is being superior to me. Right, like yeah. complaining yeah. and making you do something. They like to, yeah, they like yeah. to hold the power and they like that they're controlling what I do. So yeah. they're telling me lose weight, gain weight, whatever. Um, but Hello. yeah, and also like with acting, it's it's so interesting because I feel like when you have a certain status, you walk into an audition and you're an, a known actor, people automatically, you know, it's like somebody might have okay Noah Centineo is a great example of this okay so he caught like a big break and he like blew up and that's like an amazing thing but say say he walked into an audition and there's another actor who's just as talented the person with the name is for sure gonna have that role yeah um where I feel like the casting directors might not even notice the other actor who's like an amazing phenomenal actor and Noah Centineo is a great actor as well but they might they might not recognize the other talent because they're so blinded by the fact that he's not known or that he doesn't have IMDB credits yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. that's that's something very common I've come to notice also the a follower count yeah that's that seems <laughs> yeah. very ridiculous to me yeah. especially considering half the people with millions of followers are bought and those are literally just bots so that's so like when i go to castings a lot of times like the clients will ask like your uh follower count and i was just like oh my god this is crazy to me like wow it's black mirror i know and it's just like i hate it so much because it's like i don't want to be the person and it's like i kind of have a following right now but i never like feel right about posting pictures yeah every time i do it i feel weird because again it's like i don't come from that place of wanting to validate myself or validate this true love i have for my craft it's like i just want to be i just want to be me i want to be an actor a model and not have to explain this to people or not prove it to people and so i feel like social media it's almost like a necessary evil though at this point it's like you kind of have to go along with the times too so it's like, what's that fine line? You know, it's like, yeah. if I don't post and I don't keep up my followers, they disappear. then <laughs> they, disappear. they disappear. And also I might not have work, which means yeah. I'm yeah. not, not going to have money to pay for life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I won't have money to pay for life. That is a yeah. true statement right there. Yo, it's that's strange. the crazy thing. It's like the social media has now played such a big part 
that people who move out here are like, I got to start my, like right now we just got, I just got hired to become social media manager of this, wow. of this brand. Congrats. Right? Like, <laughs> but it's now you're just like, now you're just playing the game. Yeah. But now you just, the great part is you have your partner with someone who has money, who wants to create content. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause then you can just outsource and be like, let's all create together. Yeah. But you don't stumble upon that every day. You True. know, that's something that is like, has been worked on, but regular people out here are like, I'm doing that with my own account right yeah like i'm doing what you're doing for work for somebody else on my own shit yeah you know and that's the part that is like the the struggle because i i right now have four accounts linked to my my instagram i have four accounts right Mm -hmm. that i'm just like okay i I, don't know how you do that mentally like it's it's, no it's fine because you just you everything in my life is really just like if it when it comes up i deal with it when it comes up i deal with it because yeah, if i good. if I, as soon as i it anything comes up if i if i unless it's something big where i'm like i have time but as soon as i think about it i'm like this was this this thought came to me for a mm-hmm. reason right this thing that i'm now thinking about whether it is the show or the nonprofit yeah. or acting or whatever or screenwriting or this new brand that i'm working with or David's campaign. So many things, right? There's a lot right. going on. But whatever comes up next, it's like, okay, now you know you deal with it. Um, unless it's like time structured where it's yeah. like people are waiting for you to, hey, we need you to do this. Or, hey, we need you to ha- we need you to be there and ready with all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Well, that's cool. It's It sounds yeah. like what you're saying is that like whenever a thought pops in your mind or whenever life brings a certain situation, it's intentional. Always. Yeah. Always yeah. intentional. I always, At least I always see it as intentional. You know, I don't necessarily see it as like if if I if I end up somewhere, it might just be because I was supposed to be there. Yeah. Right. But also I feel like I'm so smooth sometimes to where I can get (laughs) myself into really crazy places. And then I'm like, you are like a chameleon. I'm like you a chameleon. Are, I'm just like, yo. Like, <laughs> it's like so interesting to like sit back and watch you sometimes, like because yeah. you'll just like, you'll find your spot. Like, yeah. I will. I'll find. I'll, I'll, <laughs> it's a gift. I, it is a gift. It really is a gift. And the, the fact that you, because trust me, there are so many people. And I told this to one of the guys that's that's living here, um, Slice. He's a good friend. Um, I told him, I was like, there is a lot of people in this world who wish they could just show up somewhere and not be invited and not have any way to get in and then still go inside and attend the event. Yeah. Right. And, and, and so people will argue and say, oh, but he wasn't whatever. And it's like, yeah, but that person's arguing from the outside. Mm -hmm. I'm inside the event. Yeah. You know, and I'm over here mingling with these elite people in Hollywood or these elite people in this industry, whatever it is, music, acting fame whatever right whatever industry it is or whoever you meet it's like you can easily get hooked in and he told me he's like bro you're like right on that freaking vein bro like you were in the deep end of hollywood like yeah and i go i get that and i wanted to because i was interested in exploring that and looking at it from an observational perspective as well as just living life right but but the observational perspective is the one where it's like you live that you meet these celebrities you experience their life for a second you hear their their intel and then you're almost just like how do people make it in this world like there are millions of people trying this and you're giving me the secrets you know you're learning that's so cool it's crazy it's crazy and it's like this in-depth knowledge that it's like I when I got advice from Nick Kroll on literally how to pitch to a network and he like step by step took me through everything. I was like, this is unreal. How are you just doing this for me? And who, who am I? So cool. You know, and yeah. it, that's that's the thing about it. Like, that's why. I, and, and we talked about this before, like just 
having the ability to adapt to everything Mm -hmm. to literally everything like at first i would say like oh you're just good at adapting at some things but no no you just become good at adapting to everything yeah you know and that's a gift that is a gift adapting is definitely a gift and i think a lot of that though is having to just be comfortable in spaces that you're not familiar with and so it's like you step out of your comfort zone the more you do it the less afraid you are the more places you feel like you belong that's a fact i mean i mean did you ever do theater in high school I took classes, but because I played sports, I wasn't able to, like, be in the plays. Okay. Well, did you ever have to perform monologues in class? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Definitely. Well, there's a a sense of, like, uh, of pressure with all these other classmates watching you, right? Because everybody's like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, show us up. Show us that you can actually act. Right? And those moments, like, you step out there and your talent, you know, shows... That's a moment that is like, man, I want to build on this. Yep. I want to keep whatever this was. This felt good in life. Right. And I feel like that's where most people are finding that creativity be born. You know? Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like that's actually one of the very reasons why I love acting so much is yeah. every time I have an audition or I'm on set and it's like this moment of either I could listen to my ego and just screw this all up because I'm afraid that all these people are watching and they're judging me or I can surrender to the moment and be present and beautiful things will happen and so it's just like amazing because I feel like when you surrender and you have those moments of just like dropping all the negative talk anything that's going to take away from the moment you're just fully present it's just like such a beautiful moment and you get this like rush of adrenaline and it's yeah. like this feeling of like true life like yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, where yeah. i find so much fulfillment is like you know and it's interesting because i feel like you know i jumped out of an airplane a month ago and it was like i wasn't even scared <laughs> and i was like how am i not afraid yeah. like this is crazy but wow. I, I honestly believe it's because every time i step into an acting room i'm practicing for that exact scenario of jumping out of an airplane it's yeah. like you can either be afraid or you can accept reality and just roll with it. Wow. Yeah. That's so it. where are you trying to be like in the next five years, let's say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, well, I definitely know that I can't control where my life goes, but I do believe that with manifestation, what I want to be doing is acting. I love acting. It's what brings my soul like true fulfillment. Um, so it's actually cool this year i got to be um on my first tv show and i got to do my first movie so it was really cool and i'm excited for next year and all the rest of the time but basically like that's what i'm working on like fully is like i'm a full-time model and actor right now and i'm just like trying to continue on the path that i'm already on and make the most of every opportunity but mostly i feel like for me like it's just so important to be healthy mentally physically emotionally just like everything i'm right now i'm focused on my health and being like a really good person and being like a whole person and i think like when we focus on more of like becoming whole and taking care of ourselves that's when like the right opportunity comes and the right people come so i think that's what that's what i'm focused on and in the next five years hopefully like i'll be on some big shows or in some (laughs) big films you know yeah do you have an agent I do. I have, I have a great agent. I have a great manager. Um, like I'm getting good opportunities. Like it's, it's going good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I got to like last month, actually, I like got to be on, um, a really huge set. I can't talk about it because I signed an NDA, but it was a very surreal, 
moment because it was like a dream again like how we were saying like you manifest these things (laughs) from a kid like i always had wanted this and it was you know it's like this this network to work for and i got to be on set and it was just like one of those moments where i was like oh my god how did i get here yeah (laughs) yeah yeah there's so many moments like that yeah manifestation yeah exactly i I think it's like (laughs) just the faith to keep going i feel like yeah the faith to keep going and then the ability to step away from self at the same time right yeah because you have to step away from yourself in a in the in the moment like you were saying before you once you're in the moment and you're truly in the moment you can almost just like take a second and like look around look at your full peripherals and you're just like where where, where am i right now like how did i end up here yeah. you know all of my life led me to here mm-hmm. my whole life my whole freaking life led me to this moment right now well that's why you see everything is so intentional yeah yeah isn't that wild? Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's the best way to live life. I also lean on, on God and I lean on the Holy Spirit a yeah. lot. Um, I have a very strong connection. <laughs> um, even recently, like, I'll share this quick story that happened right before John Franco left. So uh, my brother's in Hong Kong right now. Um, really crazy stuff going on out there. He's been posting on his Instagram. Um, a, a lot of American flags, actually, which is a very interesting thing to see. Wow. Um, yeah, it was very, you're like, whoa, a lot of American flags in Hong Kong. Um, but one of the things that happened right before he left, um, I was over there at my house in North Hollywood and all of a sudden we get a group text and they're like, yo, let's take G out to dinner. And I was like, oh snap, (laughs) he's leaving tomorrow. And I told him I was going to come see him and I was like, crap, but I was just there. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? And then I started thinking about it more. And then all of a sudden it was like in the snap of a finger, the Holy Spirit was like, not only are you going to go and see your brother. You're going to go over there and you're going to pray for him as well, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, damn, okay, okay. And so now I just had to map it out. I map out, I I get here, we're chilling. We chill for like three hours, right? I'm about to take off. My friend's here to pick me up and I still haven't prayed for him. And, you know, in these moments, um, I don't know if you've experienced something similar like this, but I get very high anxiety in these moments because it's like, I have to now perform this act and I don't, I want to make sure I do it. And I don't want to like, I don't want it to just be passed on. I want it to be significant. Right. Yeah. Because it is significant. And so, but I don't know how to approach that because there's always the room and it's just weird. You get in your head about it. Right. So then I was in the restroom and I was washing my hands. And as I was washing my hands, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how am I going to ask my brother? Like, what should I do? And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit spoke to me again and it said, your brother's going to be gone for three weeks. You know, those three weeks can be filled with favor or they can be filled with nothing. And I was just like, whoa. And I was like, I got to move, you know, and my yeah. mind switched. And it was just like I stepped outside. I paused the TV and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to pause the movie real fast. I'm just going to pray for my brother real fast. And the prayer was very intentional, you know, and it was very intense as well. But I walked away and I was so joyful. I was overfilled with joy. Wow. Right. And well, because that's part of your purpose, too. That's that's part of the reason that you were put on this earth Luigi like that is seriously such a gift and like you're such a good steward of that I try I try but here's the crazy part we leave this apartment and we start driving down the uh 170 north and we get off on Ocknard and as we're getting off this me and my friend Andy the street gets really narrow and we jokingly were like man it would be crazy if like someone just like fell off the road or something like that and as we were saying that and like giggling about it we turn and someone had literally gone off the road like a car had literally gone off the road and we were just like whoa whoa wow. did you see that yeah. and we stopped and we called 911 and we went to go investigate and it literally looked like 
we believe a person who just died on impact, who just came off the road. And I was like, this is too much for me. Like this was like, even my friend was like, yo, this is crazy. I don't, I don't, this doesn't feel real. And he, and like, we wanted to go walk all the way over there and really investigate. But it was like, do I really want to go see a dead body right now? Do I really want to go see that? Isn't it amazing that like you, you knew before I've, I mean, that's, that's part of being prophetic. And that's, it's so crazy because I actually have some very similar stories where I knew that someone was going to die and I saw them and I had this overwhelming feeling or I would have a dream that they were going to die and then three days later they're dead. And so it's just like, and these are people that I know. And so it's just so crazy to me. Like, like you just experienced that. It's like, you don't even need to check the body because you knew you had this feeling and it's like hard to, it's hard to shake that feeling because it's deep and you, you feel it like in your core, like, you know, it it was intense. (laughs) It was very intense. And that's so sad though for the person that that was the thing i felt so much like there was so many levels to it when i was out there because it was just constantly changing like as soon as something happened you were like i'm experiencing a completely different emotion right now i was just experiencing fear now i'm experiencing like curiosity right and i'm just like what's good and now i'm like feeling empathetic i'm like oh shoot maybe the person died you know and and then i'm thinking wait did god just use us because we were just driving down this road and we called 911 and we saw the cop show up after like 10 minutes. So we were like, great, at least someone saw it. Right. And that I, w- I walked away and I kept telling my friend Andy, I was like, dude, we were just used by God. That's we were so just cool. used like we were just used to go and report this. Nobody else had reported this, but we were used to go do that. We were the first to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that even even just that in itself is like. Those are the beautiful things of life, in my opinion, even though even that sounds crazy, right? Because of the situation. But it's like you were you were a part of it all. You know, you were a part of it all. And it's like you 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 played your part right, you know, and I like that. I like that. (laughs) I actually have a really cool story that kind of it's a similar thing that. So earlier this year, I had like this feeling um, back at this time I was living in Westwood in um, I just had this feeling like I needed to go to this Barnes and Noble in Studio City. And there yeah. was Barnes and Nobles all across LA. And I was just like, why? Like, why do I feel like I need to go here? And the Holy Spirit was like, you need to go there. I need you to do something for me. Really? And so I was like, okay. So I drive an hour to Studio City. I'm oh like, okay. Gosh. like, And so I'm literally walking through the store. And I'm just like, why am I here? <laughs> like, I feel like such an idiot. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know what I heard. I know what I got to do. All of a sudden, this guy like looks over to me and he's like, "What are you reading?" And I didn't even have a book. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, um, nothing. What are you reading?" And he's like, "I'm just trying to find something so that I don't go home and blow my brains out." He's oh like, "I literally want to kill myself." And I was just like, "This stranger is just like having a conversation with me about like wanting to kill himself," and I don't this is like we didn't he didn't even we didn't even say hi like he was just like what book are you reading yeah i'm gonna kill myself and i i was just like wow like god just like brought me here to talk to this person to sit with this person and so i just like sat with him and i was like all right god like just show me like give me the words holy spirit give me the give me the words like and i just felt like god was like it's not always about what you say it's about who you are like that presence and so i literally just just being with that person just loving them i sat there with that guy for like three hours and i didn't have sometimes like i know what you're saying like you get in this flow like and it's just like kind of like 
words come out and you don't even know how they came out and you're like whoa did i just say that like <laughs> yeah i don't even know like yeah. that was so true but I, I i don't even know if i was capable to know those things yeah and but this time it wasn't like that it was yeah. more of just like i felt like there was just like this overwhelming amount of peace and love and it was just like a feeling and i just sat there with him and i just listened to him just wow. talk about his life and just like knowing that like a stranger would be there for three hours with him he was like seriously like so overwhelmed and then two weeks later like I, I was so bummed because I'm like, I should have got his contact information. And I just like was like, wow, like, man, I really wish I would have. But we left like on good terms. I was like, I hope to see you again. Uh, two weeks later, I go back to that same Barnes and Noble out of chance. I'm filming a YouTube video like wow. in the Barnes and Noble. I see the guy. Oh, I forgot to mention, I bought him a Bible and I gave it to him and I, I highlighted a verse and it was about how God always goes after the lost sheep. The shepherd always goes for the one that's missing. Yeah. And I go, I go back there and I see him. He's in the Christian section wow. sitting oh, down. Wow. And I was just like, he was a totally different person. He was so happy and so wow. joyful. And, nice. and I was just like, wow, this is so insane. Like, just amazing how God can like use you. And, you, and that's how you find that everything's so intentional too. It's just yeah. like, you are where you're supposed to be. Well, the crazy thing about it too is it's like... It's, you were literally not prepared for that situation at all. No. Right? You were not prepared to go and meet this person at Barnes & Noble and be like, hey, what's going on with you? And then he's like, I'm, I want to kill myself. Right? Yeah. Nobody's prepared for that. Oh, my gosh. But, I, I didn't know what to do at all. No, exactly. <laughs> and it's like you were flung right in there, right from the get-go. The guy took you straight to how he was feeling yeah. because it's like that's the, the power and energy that is inside of you. Right? That's that like natural prophetic gift that is like, yo... I'm going to lead you to places that you're not even thinking about or you're, yeah. you're not even thinking that you'll ever be there or yeah. you'll ever have to do these things, right? Because nobody's thinking in their life like, oh, I'm going to have to go report this person who just died or I'm going to have to go stop yeah. someone from committing suicide. Or when I was younger, I remember I heard one of my friends who was like, I, I cut myself and I remember feeling so hurt for mm. them because I was like, I don't know what is causing you to do that and that's sad to me, Yeah. right? Because it's like you're, you're, you're hurting yourself for no reason, yeah. right? I mean, there's a reason for you, but I don't know the reason and yeah. so all i can feel is pain mm. right or even like this is very personal to me but like my parents like my mom told me the other day on the phone she's like i i feel pain inside because because i can't help you guys like you my, my own kids more mm. and yesterday i was like sitting here and i was reflecting on that and i started crying because i was like that is so sad that even in, even when i just live my life normally it still causes my parents pain Right. Because they're like, I wish I could give you more. Wow. I wish there was more that I could provide for you, you know, because that's just the nature of, you know, you got kids. You want to you want to make sure they have abundance. Right. When mm -hmm. when even if you don't. And it's like that's appreciation. Like, I love that in my family. Right. That there's that sense of appreciation, which I know not a lot of people have. And that's I feel like a part of my life being this way is just I have a great family. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been I've been blessed with having such an amazing family, just like the people around me. Um, good friends. You know, I don't try to, you know, attach myself too long to people if they if I feel negative energy from them or I feel like their vibe isn't right or 
or I feel like they're just like, yeah, you know, um, opportunists. You know, I hate I hate opportunists because it's like opportunities is here and it's gonna come, but like, yeah, don't just be here for that. You know, yeah. like don't just stick around because you want opportunities. It's mm-hmm. like no, stick around because there's cool people to vibe with and yep. there's like interesting conversations that you could have about the world and what's happening and like how you fit into it all. You know, how, what, what, how you play your part. What, what's your what's your you know you become more than just a number, mm-hmm. right? You become a, a full three dimensional person yep. and it's like what does that person want what do they believe where do they want to go mm. you know so yeah you inspired all that <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's amazing yeah. um that's so cool yeah um there was one other story earlier i kind of wanted to share when you were talking about like things yeah, sure. being intentional and about being at like the right place at the right time and it's amazing like how that ends up happening yeah. um so this is Right. So like, I feel like I'm called to be an actor. Like, it's just like, that's what fulfills me. That's what makes my soul feel alive. Um, and this year I had three auditions in a row where I just had like these complete like God moments. Right. So I, I just left an audition for ABC and I'm in this building and all of a sudden Lisa Kudrow, like I'm in an elevator, Lisa Kudrow, puts her hand in and she walks in the elevator with me and we're just sitting there and I just felt like okay this like one time could have just been like a coincidence (laughs) or whatever and so I'm just like wow that's so cool and it was just like such a normal thing like we didn't even really like ignore like we like nodded to each other but it was kind of just like you know she's a person just like me and it's like she didn't seem like she was in the mood to talk so I was just kind of like all right cool but I'm just like in the same space as her like that didn't feel like a coincidence next audition I have um I'm going for another ABC thing and I'm in the elevator and on my way down the elevator doors open and one of my favorite actors Scott Foley is eye to eye with me looking straight in my eyes and I'm just like wow like this is so crazy like this is a second audition and I in Mm -hmm. both in elevators I was like wow like I just feel like it was such like a a prophetic thing too of like being in an elevator and it was like the door was opening to like what maybe one day like i would be like as influential as him yeah and so then the next audition i go to same thing i get off an elevator and i run into it was for all american and i run into like one of the actors from the show and we actually started talking and i'm just like i literally ran into a wall i was just like (laughs) like i was just like wow this is so crazy like that's wild yeah three times i was like it just it made me feel very loved and i think like a lot of times when we are used um by god to do something that's also it's like we you know we get to help but it's like god ultimately can do whatever he wants to do but we get to be used (laughs) and sometimes that makes us feel very loved like in those moments i was like wow like god trusted me with that person in barnes and noble and like god like trusted me enough to be in like the presence of these people or whatever you know and it's like that sounds silly but it's like i feel like we're it's just I don't know. Everything's so next not time you meet Lisa Kudrow, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, like I know, that. right? Because um, when I meet Oprah again, I'm I'm oh, saying something. Oh, you met something. Oprah? Oh uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, well, that's. A dream. It wasn't like a hi, I'm Willie. Uh, I'm Oprah. Like oh, obviously no. Yeah. It was like she came in. Brian, her bodyguard, came in. Then she came in right behind, and I'm like standing like where you are, and wow. she walks in, and she's standing where I am, and she's just like like one of those head nods but she has like her, her earphones in because like, and her phone in her hand yeah. i guess it's like an easy tactic not to get people to talk to you and yeah. it worked because i didn't yeah. say anything i was just like kind of stunned at first but uh next time I'm, i don't know i'm just gonna have to say yeah. hi what's up i'm blah 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 right 
It's yeah, be amazing. I mean, it's such an interesting thing too because it's like they're just human beings, but they're yeah. we know them and like Oprah's amazing. Like I love her because she's always learning and she values knowledge. But it's just like it's such a like uh, interesting thing. It's like do I speak to them and bother them? But also like it's good to acknowledge people and connect with people. So yeah. I always yeah. struggle with that. I'm like I don't know what to I do. I don't like to bother celebrities yeah. because I know they get it from just like common yeah. folk no. on the regular. <laughs> and I feel like I'm in the industry in, some, in different capacities. So it's like <laughs> I, I, I understand. I hear the stories of people like ugh people but yeah you know i at the same time i if i feel an energy or like we make a sustained eye contact yeah then i have to say something yeah yeah. It's rude if I don't, honestly. Well, yeah, and it's 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 interesting too because I feel like all three of us have been around celebrities, yeah. and I know people who have genuinely been in LA forever and like not run into them. What? That's and crazy. And I'm just like, it's so crazy to me, but I I honestly feel like they're open to certain like again we're talking about like people having energy right and yeah. being around yeah. people. Like I actually went to this event and I like I'm not a big. I'm a very introverted person, so I don't go to like a ton of events or things like this. And my friends like, just trust me, come. There were like 300 models, just like me, fillers at the party. And I was sitting there playing volleyball and Leo DiCaprio, Nina Dobrev, Jamie yeah. Foxx, Gerard Butler, they all come up to me. They all start playing volleyball with me, yeah. shake my hand, nice. say like, hey, I'm Nina, you know, and it was just like a normal thing. And it was just kind of <laughs> like, I was like, how did, you know, I was just playing volleyball, like right. literally by myself. <laughs> like, yeah. It's amazing how I feel like they fe- they feel that energy though to like trust people right yeah because right. yeah. if yeah. you're a creep they'd be like mm, i don't know yeah that girl's foaming at the mouth over there <laughs> or like you were saying like celebrity. an opportunist yeah. right yeah, like i feel like they can tell yeah. when people tell. well that's what i mean like i'm being yeah. facetious but i honestly like if you were the type of person to be like oh four celebrities at once I'm, one of them's gonna help me like yeah they, they I, I mean i didn't it. even mention acting yeah <laughs> yeah, like, yeah they can smell it yeah for me it's like i anytime you're in a room with these people it's like you're you might never be in a room with them again you know so i always just talk to them because yeah. it's just like but you're talking it. to them you're yeah, not you're asking not... them for stuff or like listen yeah. to my mixtape or why because like it's that. like what's the point of that unless they're very interesting and i'm like yo you want to come on the podcast you're but... more likely to get what you want just from being a genuine person yeah, and asking them how authentic. they are and then they'll be like wow i like this person so much i'm gonna invite them somewhere or but come i feel over. it also has to just be coincidental like you have yeah. to be deep in hollywood to really like connect with with big name actors like that because yeah nobody's just like gonna talk to you one time at a party or like talk to you at an award show and then be like yeah we're gonna build a company together <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's no 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 one is yeah. expects that to happen no. if you but, do you're insane yeah <laughs> what i'm saying is just a simple connection whereas you're saying they're real people well real people need real friends and yeah. Yeah. people they, outside of entertainment or you or you're in entertainment so you understand their world but you're not in the limelight like they are right that right. is something that i feel like a lot of as far as i've come to know a lot of celebrities have like common friends that are just i, I don't want to say common people like they're like monarchy or something but just people that aren't in the spotlight like that just to keep them grounded yeah it, that's important and i feel like if you can be a friend to these people when there's so many predators you'll stand out much more than that's so true and i think asking everything that's like rooted in rooted in authenticity and love it's like that ultimately is going to be 
it is way more meaningful to have a relationship with that person because you see them as a human and you actually connect than seeing them as like what you can get from them. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you're never going to even, they'll see that. And it's like, why would you even want to do that? It's like, yeah. yeah. Even if you don't want anything, if you just yeah. look at them and you're just like, oh my God, starstruck. Like, whoa, yeah. that's kind of like a turnoff too, because yeah. I'm just a person, like you said, like right. I'm yeah. not Hannah Montana. Yeah. I'm just Miley Cyrus. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. a person yeah. with a talent. Yeah, and it's like, we all are. We all have talents. Yeah. We all have gifts. And it's just like, right. these people are in a certain position that the other person isn't. Yeah. yeah. The way I look at it is like, when I come home, I don't want to talk about what I did at work all day. And celebrities are the same way. I don't yeah. want to, I, unless I was like skydiving like you were or something, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, that's, <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. I wish I could, but I can't. I exceed the weight limit, and I don't want to risk it. So, <laughs> but uh, there that's are awesome. other cool adrenaline things you can do. Oh uh, yeah, no, trust me, I get my fill of adrenaline, but yeah. I gotta stop because uh, last <laughs> adrenaline rush I got, I broke my ankle. So, oh, uh-oh. Uh, I'm, I'm chilling. Now I just do heroin. No, I'm no. Just no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just. Gee, kidding. there was actually so. Who was it? Recently, I had an Uber driver who like joked around about that yeah and he was like like I, it was like late at night i think it was like 2 a.m i was getting picked up somewhere and then like he was taking me back home and we were joking around about like the people in town and he was yeah. like yeah sometimes i'm just like want to pull down my window and be like anybody got some extra heroin they can give me and i was like <laughs> oh, God. and i was like i was like for my uber driver and i was like yo that seems very very specific yeah. you know I was like, that didn't necessarily seem like a joke yeah, that just yeah, seemed yeah. like you were really gonna do that and no, you know there's oh, a, a lot of people there's yeah. a lot of functional addicts in the city oh my know? gosh so many it's too many too uh, many um I think well I mean we talk about it a lot on here and and it's it's very interesting cuz we I I at least I personally have experienced this city and like been everywhere now right like I've in these last 3 years I've been to every barrio as if you want to call them yeah. um but it's just like each district has its own flavor and each district has its own like vibe and people yeah. and yeah. like everybody's different, you know, and you just got to find the ones that you like the most and be like, let me stick around these people. Yeah. And then you it's cool because if you have friends from all over L.A., it's like you get to kind of see different parts of the city. And that's still nice because yeah. there, there are certain days where you walk outside and you're like, wow, this is a perfect day. You know, and it's like I wouldn't have gotten this in Michigan or Florida yep. or Texas, nah, nah. you know, or or South, South Carolina, Carolina Georgia, like nowhere. like anywhere. You know, this is L.A. weather and this is what I what I love, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's like it, there's nothing to replace that. And Los Angeles, although it is crazy and sometimes like filthy at times with just like, you know, the world and, and you know, the bad things people do. And it's like. You try to see the good in it, and and I I like to say that the the people who are striving for the good and the positivity are outweighing the bad, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I feel that way. It's so interesting because I this probably is so cheesy, but um, Post Malone's song "Hollywood's Bleeding," like I yeah. love it yeah. because it's like he's basically talking about you know Hollywood's all of these things, but we still call it home. Like it's still like our our yeah. home, and we love it. Right. But obviously, everything has good and bad, you mm-hmm. know. Right. I mean, even people that stay at home for their whole life, there's good and bad there. It's Mm -hmm. it's, any place has good and bad. There's maybe if you live in Hawaii, but I mean, even people in Hawaii are like, ah, too many tourists. Like, you know, there's always something. I know. Grass is always greener on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Exactly. And that's the crazy thing about it. It's just like 
you can go anywhere in the world, but we choose to be here, mm-hmm. right? And we we enjoy living here. We enjoy the atmosphere. Yes. We like the we, spontaneity. The spontaneity. That's like the is best the thing. Best, yeah. 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 Like, what are we gonna do today? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's gonna happen? You know, it's just yeah. like I feel like there's just so much opportunity here, and things yeah. move. Sometimes it feels like so slow, but other times, you know, like I remember one of my modeling jobs, I found out I was leaving for for, um, Vietnam. I had seven hours to like pack my bag and then leave. And I was gone for a week and I was just like, you know, if I was in Michigan, I would never have that opportunity ever. And it was just like things change. And same with that TV show. It was like. I auditioned and I found out two hours later that I had it and then we started filming the next day. Yeah. I was wow. like, things change and that gives me a lot of hope too in that things move, you know, things, the process can seem like it's taking so long, Yeah. but that's why it's so important that we don't ever compare our story to somebody else's because it's like, things could also change in a split second and you can go from like zero to 100 real quick whereas yeah. other people it might be going by 10 percent 10 percent 10 percent you know yeah, what i mean it's yeah. like building blocks and for you you could skyrocket yeah so it's just yeah. like that's what's so cool about being in a place like la like truly anything can happen yeah yeah well that's the amazing thing about it is like you're saying you can go zero to 100 and you can also go zero to 100 back to zero yeah exactly and then it's like then you're back to 100 and then maybe you're at a thousand and then it's like oh shoot am i gonna hit ten thousand now you're back at zero you know and it's like you you're just there and you're waiting and and very interesting enough and i'll tell you this because this is what my mom told me and it was so beautifully i love your mom she said she's (laughs) awesome she's awesome and she told me she said luigi what you have to do is you just wait You sit there and you just wait and you just say, Holy Spirit, I'm waiting for you to guide me, for you to lead me where I need to go. Right. right? Yeah. And just be spirit led and then just sit there and just wait until you're spirit led to do something until your instincts are like, you maybe should go do this or your thoughts are like, Mm -hmm. hey, have you thought about going and looking into that or have you thought about working on this? And then that's literally you being spirit led because you decided to take a breath. You know, you took a breath cleared your mind and then said let me focus on what needs to be done right now right because there's a lot there's a lot that needs to get done but what do i need to focus on right now you know to get to the ultimate goal to get to the ultimate goal exactly well that's even like when you asked me the five-year question it was so interesting because it's like i have this idea of where i'm going Mm -hmm. but ultimately i'm more concerned with being present and just doing my best yeah and it's like because i believe that that will be the path that gets me where i want to go um it's the same kind of concept though it's just like what your mom's saying is just like you're just there and you're listening and you're letting the Holy Spirit or whatever you consider to be the source guide you. And it's just like, it's just truly a beautiful ride. It's like, we can't really control the outcome, but we, you know, we're just along for it. It's interesting that you, you say source because recently I've been reading a lot of stuff that is like, especially more in, in the world of, of psychedelics, mainly because of Christine, like um, when we were talking with her, um, she was talking about that. She's like, when I was, you know, doing um, ayahuasca, she's like, I saw, you know, what we call, call source. And like, that's just what it is. And it's just like this energy source and it's just life. And it's just, we're all flowing. And, uh, you know, our souls are made out of that. And I feel like a lot of times, I know, I've, I think I've said this before, maybe just in conversation, we people forget that there's souls inside these bodies. Yeah. You know? yeah. People forget that there's a soul inside it's that makes everything. just a bag everything. of meat that we're in. You yeah. Know? This is, this is a, Isn't a, there an like a entity, quote that's yeah. like, we're spiritual beings having a human experience? Yeah. I love that because yeah. it's like, yeah. That is truly like how you are fulfilled in life too is like realizing like you're actually a spirit. Like yeah. it's what you were saying. We're just right. like <laughs> meat, <laughs> meat, like meat bags. Flesh. Yeah, like, meat bags. I mean, that's a great term. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take our souls out and they just blow. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. it. 
Yeah, but that's very interesting, right? It's yeah. like we, we sometimes will forget that. And I feel like a lot of life is bringing yourself back to the present moment, right? Acknowledging that you are spirit and acknowledging that you can self-love and then connecting all that, right? And then going, how can I, you know, teach other people to access that? Or how yeah. can I like you know go to somebody and show them enough love to where they know that right. it's like oh wait i'm not alone anymore right yeah. right and, and it, it, yeah go yeah. ahead yeah well it's so interesting because it's like sometimes you don't even have to do anything like yeah. you just being yourself mm-hmm. and showing up <laughs> it affects people yeah and that's what's so crazy i feel like a lot of times people they try so hard and yeah. it almost is like it's almost too much to where like it rubs people the wrong way whereas like for me like personally like i just try to like be myself and then hopefully like if that person feels comfortable to talk then they talk right um but yeah it's just like such an interesting concept (laughs) so for for all of the listeners your fans our fans (laughs) just general strangers that stumbled upon this somehow what words of wisdom do you have direct from biz what do you have Hmm. Oh snap. Okay. Ah. Um I think we talked a lot about authenticity and I just want everyone to know that truly to live and actually love yourself, you just need to be yourself and you are enough and you're loved and valued and you're chosen. So if you don't feel loved, I just want you to know that you are and um you know, I'm sorry if you don't feel that way right now, but eventually you will you'll see that you have everything that you need to succeed all within you um and that you do have the power of choice and so you can always change your set of circumstances if you choose to not be a victim and accept your circumstances and you take the power of choice and you can truly change your life mm. beautiful beautiful power you heard it choice. here first power of choice like episode that. 29 clear the haze is <laughs> monumental no this was a fantastic <laughs> this episode awesome. because yeah, this a lot awesome. of gems were dropped this episode and people need that people don't know that they need that or they do and they can't find it yeah and you just casually like oh here's a gem yeah here's a gem it's well, the choices yeah and that's choices. and yeah. it's it just comes from you in your life and the things that you've experienced well, and how you, you and, chose you to internalize. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Everybody. You guys, of course. You guys Everybody. have lots of gems. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, we, we do what we do, of course. But, you Holy know, it's, it's good. all of our guests Thank aren't, you, Father. aren't at, our, all of our guests <laughs> are awesome, but they aren't all coming with that mindset and energy that you came with. So we appreciate you for oh, that. Thank you. Yes, yes. And uh, what, I, yeah, what's your uh, what's your Instagram and uh, where's your, what's your exactly. YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah. I want people to know about your YouTube yeah. channel. So my Instagram is at bizbetsing, um, which is my name, and you'll probably see it somewhere in the podcast. Yeah, you I'm guys sure. will be at the bottom. Yeah, There's a so link. Just, just yeah. click on it. And yeah. then my YouTube channel is also bizbetsing vlogs. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's doing pretty good. I started like three months ago. Nice. Yeah. So what's that? Wait, just real quick, what's yeah. that been like? Yeah. Because I feel oh like going into YouTube is a lot of work. It is so much work. Yeah. Um, my channel has grown a lot. Like I. I have a pretty good amount of subscribers right now. Um, But for me, it was just kind of like when I'm not doing something acting or modeling related, I wanted to be doing something useful. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just felt like YouTube was another platform to reach people and just like show them like I'm going to be myself. So maybe you guys can be yourself too. Um, So it's been really cool to, to, to just see like and grow something and build it but it is just a whole other thing like it is so different than acting and modeling like it's very i find that it is 
really rewarding, but it's very mentally challenging. Yeah. Um, and so that's like a whole other thing I'm working through right now, like how yeah. to stay like mentally healthy through this too, because I think a lot of times people online can be like a lot more savage even. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> but, it's anonymous. You yeah. can be in and say yeah. anything. My, our fr- uh, my friend Christine, she came on and she's like, yo, the comment section is ruthless. Like yeah. these people yeah. will go for your throat yeah. if they don't like you one bit. But I, I feel like you get a lot of love though. You get, I yeah, feel like you yeah, get a lot yeah, of love, yeah. Right? But I'm sure there's the anonymous trolls. Right. There's people who just troll the internet. Mm. You, you can't, but Haters. you can't. Like they say, don't feed the trolls. Hater just blockers. Hater <laughs> blockers. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Let your haters be your motivators. Exactly. If yeah. nothing else. So, you know, yeah. shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. Because we need them. It's crazy because, like, I don't even think about my haters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think about them at all. Like, I don't give them any power whatsoever. Over that's me. amazing. You know, I'm just like, you're not anywhere near anything yeah. I'm doing, you know? Well, that I mean, that's <laughs> it's a, it's, just fuel. It's amazing it because it's like, I felt like I had, I've gone through that with modeling and I've gone through that yeah. with acting. It's like, you know, I've been turned down for roles that I've been close to and it's been like gut wrenching, but I, I move past it mm-hmm. and I don't take it personal. I just realize like I am enough and maybe that just wasn't the right fit. But YouTube has been a different challenge for me because I think I care so much. This this platform, I feel more it's more of a community and it's more like you're really connected with them and I'm trying to stay connected. And I think because of that, like I care um, so much about what they think in you know with acting and modeling it's like been a disconnect you're not directly like connected to these people yeah and so it's just like a whole other thing i'm working through but yeah it's like really interesting because i had thought that i was over that yeah, yeah. well <laughs> so now you got I've, now you got to find the balance between it because yeah. you're, you're entering into like another level if you really yeah. think about it like you're right now you're being trained for what you will be right yeah so think about the fact that it's like you're doing people management right which yeah. is like okay i gotta talk to random people once your social media is huge and biz is gonna have like millions of followers i can of already course. tell you that much <laughs> of course but it's like no i'm being serious it's just it's once it gets to that level it's a whole different ball game right yeah. and so you have to be able to be like okay what are these people actually saying and like what is what are everybody talking about on my comment right. section and it's like being able to just not care as well for what people say and right. that's hard right yeah. yeah to build a wall you have to just be care. in tune but never care well like, don't let them slander you of I, course i think yeah. it's less personal and that people aren't mean about me but it's like I think that I care so much about my art the art of it mm-hmm. it's like and I'm I feel like it's such a sacrifice because you really don't make great money on YouTube like I yeah. make a little but it's like yeah. it's it's not about that it's about helping these people and my, and my that's why that's what motivates me to do this and also to do acting too is I, I want to have a platform to be able to help people and so it's just like when you're giving that and then someone's like oh, I hated this video. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought I knew you, but I didn't, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. well, you retract and a little you, bit. Yeah, yeah, and then you're, yeah. yeah. So you can't just, please everyone. Though. Exactly, yeah. and that's something that, like, I'm I'm learning with this is, like, because yeah. Yeah. 90, but, you know, it's just incredible that, like, 90% of the people will love it and be like, this is the best video, I love it, and then it's just, like, <laughs> the one person that, like, <laughs> you can, and you Honestly, you can't even really go on the likes and dislikes. Yo, oh, no, not at all. Right? You know, Baby is, like, the most disliked video oh in the history gosh, of YouTube, but it's a cl- classic song. Right, it's a classic song. Yeah, just isn't that because wild? it's Bieber. Well, and also, you know, it's like people will see something good, and I think that 
you know, a lot of times people might have like jealousy or envy of that. And same, like, you know, for baby, it's like people yeah. are, they're probably jealous of Justin Bieber. They click yeah. the down button. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely yeah. are jealous of Justin yeah. Bieber. He's living that great life. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's also the other way around. Yeah, she's, it's like, she's that cute. She's the very episode cute. of Bieber in CSI where he gets like shot up with the machine gun. Yeah. Tons of likes, like, hundred like, oh percent like bar. It's Bro, crazy. I have so much respect for him. Actually, it's Ooh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he made a successful transition from YouTube star to star superstar. Yeah, S- star and, then superstar, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. at first it's like, oh, he's cute, Justin Bieber, but then he like survived adolescence, and now he's a full fledged adult that people musically respect yeah. more or less. Isn't he's never gonna be crown king of anything, but. I mean, who knows? <laughs> it's funny because when Purpose came out, when he his Purpose album, I mean, that's what it's called, yeah. right? Yes. When Purpose came out, I was, I think, in 11th grade. And I remember the conversations people were having about it. And they were like, this was Justin Bieber's best album ever. Like, yeah. his true album where he finally comes out. And I was like, that shit was like six years ago or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was so long ago, yeah. you know? But it's like, back then, they're like these celebrities were who were superstars were transitioning into their level of superstardom mm-hmm. right yeah. from just being a regular you know star you're like hey i'm a celebrity you're like nah i'm a superstar now right. worldwide everybody yeah. knows my name right right well, people know what i do ubiquitous and i feel like that's what turns you into a superstar is yeah if my grandma knows who you are then you're a superstar <laughs> yeah you know like, yeah yeah like that's like so will true. smith will smith i consider one of those people who's like his career even if he does bad movies I love him. his career will still keep going because people go. are like nah bro it's will smith and you know? he has the power of nostalgia with fresh prince and all that so people will always want to see will smith yeah in the day that he he's goes he's a good he's person yeah, yeah he's, he's just that's like a genuine like, yeah. person as well but it's, well he's in really intense but, which i like but yeah. he, here here's something i want to bring up because this just came up randomly okay. <laughs> do you think there are people out there and i feel like i've seen this people who are taking that authenticity factor and using it as a tactic to like gain followers and like they're not actually authentic they're just like i'm gonna do this because this is what's hot right now because like we said at the beginning of this conversation huh. there's so much focus on it well that's not authentic and those people aren't I, gonna last because once that idea fizzles but they but, can't but think about else. like so you're but saying th- somebody who pretends to be real yeah yeah. I think I agree with what you're you're saying because I feel I, I feel like you can tell but it's interesting because I watch like YouTubers or people and I've seen things where people will just go on a rant and it seems like they're just saying whatever comes to their mind yeah. and sometimes I wonder I'm like is that actually like what they think so I guess I'm I'm kind of seeing both sides of that yeah that's that's along the along the lines of what more I'm getting at with YouTube there's a lot of people who have an authentic personality well, but mean, it's not if really you're, ta- if you're, like ta- a you're talking about a character yeah uh, no I get that. we're talking about people that are just responding to like their their life or someone like let's say a scandal happened and they're just like no this is blah 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 you can kind of sense the authenticity and what they're saying, like if they're genuinely sorry or if they didn't know that what they were doing was bad or whatever the hell it is, they, you can feel like, nah, that person truly doesn't give a shit what we think. Or they're like, oh no. like Or if it's calculated. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, are you apologizing because PR told you to apologize? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is what I, that me personally, what I see is do people actually even really care? Because nine times out of ten, when anything happens, it Logan Paul filmed these people suicided. Yeah. Anything, right? 
it just transitions over into the next thing and then it's like okay what's new what's fresh let me uh update my twitter is no there one new actually well, it doesn't no, affect like, anyone no no life. there's no like waves of change that happen there's not like people out there yeah. like oh this the we PC demand change police, it's just like but see, yeah it is the pc police like right most of yeah. the time which is which is a sad reality you know it's like we live in this different time but yeah ahead. but like even one could argue though someone like logan paul is very authentic in that he is himself and yeah. like so being authentic doesn't always mean you're i mean i'm not saying logan paul's like a bad person or whatever but i'm just saying yeah, like no no matter what type of person you are you could be authentic you could be like an evil person and just be evil and that's your authentic self and so it's like but in but you know maybe like a person who's really inherently good might not connect to that bad person or whatever um but like that's that's why i think people don't even know what they're looking for when they connect to a celebrity and like you know we see it as authenticity but sometimes they don't even know that that's a term but they just feel really drawn to somebody and i think that's that's the force that draws you to certain people is that you feel like they're genuine and you feel like you can trust them and follow them yeah yeah oh okay i see what you're saying so it's like this authenticity factor is what's drawing people closer right even even if it's like maybe that's just what you see in the media and maybe that's not actually who this person might be right because knowing someone you know and having an actual relationship that's an authentic person yeah. well, that's why but chris brown's been able to have a career even exactly through all of those even through all the indiscretions right. because he's like that's because not me it's like well this is me i'm really talented yeah, I'm this, yeah. That, that that was just like me doing some other shit like raging out one moment in my long life which everyone has done things yeah. that they hope people never find out about yeah. but he just happened to be in the spotlight and what he did was egregious yes and it was seen by everyone yes However, we still tolerate and adore and love seeing the talent that comes out because that the positive outweighs the bad. And I think as long as we as as long as we focus on not just let bad people roam around and do bad shit and be like, oh, they're good inside. And like, no, but like focus on what do you bring to the table? Are you just wiling out right now? Like, I don't hate Kramer from Seinfeld because he went on a racist rant. <laughs> yeah. I okay. still will watch an episode of Seinfeld laugh if something's funny. I might will I hang out with the guy? Probably never in my life, but even if I have the opportunity, but art-wise, I respect what he's done and I feel like if we can differentiate then we'll be a lot better off. Yeah. Yeah, what's crazy is I was just on this business call and I was talking to this guy, right? And um he tells me he's like Luigi, he's like Anybody and including myself can bring up a random topic and segue through a story and then bring up that topic again and then just waste your time and bullshit you and not ever say anything that actually matters. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he goes, a lot of people do that all the time to me. He goes, I run a huge company and people want to constantly bullshit me with my time. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like he was just being he straight up told me he was like, be straightforward with me. Just tell me what is on your mind, what you want. Because then that helps me be straightforward and then I can continue to move forward faster, Mm. right? We can accelerate the process, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like people are so scared to like connect that even when they do connect finally, then they're like, uh, how does this work again? How do I do this? Uh, What do I say? How do I, you know? Well, also, I feel like people don't always know what they want. So even when they think they know what they want, but then it's like they get to that moment and it's like, uh... 
it's like shoot what do i say now because is this actually what i want like i don't know and so but it's so interesting i I love that he said be direct with me um i wish like everyone was like that it'd be so much easier (laughs) so much easier right like that's exactly what i was but also when he brought when he said it i was like yo straight up i like that i like this okay so anytime i talk to you now i know be direct have everything listed so we don't waste time yeah right because that's the thing it's like I was thinking about this earlier, like, yo, these people who reach superstardom, like they must not have a lot of breaks, right? They must, they must find breaks, right? Where they just are doing and vibing and doing their thing, like between concerts and stuff. But like when you're working, I'm sure your mind is racing 24 seven, like, okay, I got to make sure this is lined up. Cause it's like when you're hot and everybody's got eyes on you, you want to stay hot. You know, like when your song is at the number one in the billboard charts, you want to keep it there. Right. Well, as, yeah, as long as you want. Mm-hmm. So it's like what yeah. kind of tactics can you use? What can like people start thinking out of the box and people want to explore new ideas. But the problem is, it's like we creatively, even creatively, like we have reached this like slump. That's why mm-hmm. all our movies, that's why all our content is just remakes. Yeah. Right. Because nobody wants to invest in like real original content and like real just like flat out creativity mm, studios right? don't want to studios don't people are well people are for and, and that, we don't yeah, want to yeah, see we are, we are well four of the same it. movie or no, we don't we didn't need three hangovers we could have like done a different buddy comedy <laughs> and you know that's just the way it goes but studios are like well the numbers say we're gonna make this blah 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 because it's already proven bro that did you see the trailer for Doolittle with robert donnie jr what is that? What? They're making a Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. That's his why? next movie. That's literally coming out in January. Like Wait, as why in Doctor Doolittle? Doolittle? Yeah. Yeah, why are they why'd they make a remake, right? That's why? That's weird. Did it's you weird. see I don't even know the new title. Freaking The Shining 2? Oh yeah, uh, which is basically another it's a, it's like Shining a, it's chapter 2. What is it called? Yeah, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Sleep. Thank you, Ryan. Doctor yes. Sleep. Yeah. Cuz honestly, I looked at that trailer and I was like, okay, that's the same, that's the same. This is a little different. The name's different. I, I it was just it was weird. It made me feel uncomfortable, and that's why I'm ranting about it. But, <laughs> but, but but that's the thing. I feel like we. I mean, I feel like we're a part of that. We're just like small. We're planting seeds right now. We we've yeah. said it before. We're planting seeds for the future of our life all mm-hmm. every day. Right. Every conversation you have, every person you meet, every single thing you do. Right. Yeah. You you we, we've talked about it before. Setting a foundation for the next day. Right. You're constantly setting up new foundations. So that means you're constantly planting seeds. Right. For the next day or for the next year or mm-hmm. for maybe next week. Right. Or a month from now. It's like because think about this. It's like sometimes. And I, you, people who listen to this, I, I feel like everybody, this happens to you at least once or it's happened to you many, many times maybe. But it's like you'll just be sitting one day and you'll get a text from someone you haven't heard from in like a month or like three months or like maybe a year. And you're just like, whoa, why'd this person reach out? Like, why'd they hit me up? Like, what's this about? And then it's like then you talk to them, you you know, you have this this moment where you share in reality. Right. You share this moment that is now a memory once it passes. But it's like why did that happen right why did this happen just now and like that is one of the hardest things to try to figure out the meaning behind everything that's happening right and it's like you constantly have to be doing yeah it. you constantly have to be trying to find the deeper meaning because yeah. it's like life is filled with them and even basic conversations with people you can have a regular conversation and then it dives and it takes a turn and you're like wait where did we go and wait what are we talking about mm-hmm. and then you're like wait i should those are the moments you need to pay the most attention right because the things that are said in those conversations could be life defining for you 
right? Yeah. Because sometimes, I trust me, I'm saying this from experience. I'm not just saying this because it's great to say things. I'm saying this from my own experience, right? I've been in conversations with people where they start talking about me and I'm just listening and I'm just like, what are you getting at here? Right. I let me like sometimes people throw out things my way and like people be like, you're going to be a millionaire. You're going to be you're going to have so much money. Someone's been like, you're going to be the head of a network one day. And I was like, thanks. I, I'll take that. You know, thank you so much. I appreciate that. But it's like be attentive to the things people are saying. Sometimes I've heard videos like from way back where people are saying these things about me. Like this guy, this guy called me a spiritual king one day wow. and I was like, wow. And on video and I, and I hadn't heard this video in like a year and I just pressed play. That was the last thing he says in that video. And I, I remember pa- pausing that and I was just like, I, I was stunned for like five minutes. I was just like, did he really say that? Wow. He's like, what is the meaning behind that? And why did I need to hear that right now? Mm. Right. But that's the part with the prophetic. And that's the part with the Holy Spirit yeah. where it's like, see, even even now, as we talk about it it, it, it changes the conversation to a different place because most people don't know how to how do you connect with that? Yeah. Right. There's only a certain amount of people who know how to connect on that. Well, I think that that's standard. I think I think there's a certain amount of people who know how to listen, but I think it's available to most people. And I think. A a lot of it is your eyes are open, so you see these little moments as like little, they're like little wells of hope, right? So it's like you hear what someone says and and you connected to that because your eyes were open and you were listening. You know, it's like you're there in the moment, and it's just like amazing how those little moments can give you hope to keep going. Yeah, and to and that's why like one day you'll you know you're already doing great big things, but it's like of course you're gonna do wonderful things in your future because you are sowing the seed right now. Yeah, and so it's just amazing, and I love this podcast. It's such a good meaningful thing that you guys are doing. Like, oh, I appreciate that. We appreciate you coming on. Honestly, yeah, like it's we've been enjoyed really fun. we've enjoyed this time so much at least i have i know willie has i have (laughs) i'm glad you have yeah you guys are awesome well the the thing is it's like if you don't have these conversations with anybody then it's like then there's these are just thoughts that are in your head you know and then and then it's like what are you gonna do with them other than just think about them all day so how long have you been in la now so i've been in la um in august it was three years so oh nice yeah a little so are your parents more on board with it now yeah my dad's like all on board he's like he totally is like i can't wait till you're like (laughs) he loves movies so like i'm i'll be kind of living his dream too yeah yeah yeah. well i'm already living his dream i guess (laughs) i feel you on that yeah yeah no that's fantastic yeah it's Um, cool so is there a, I guess are we are we do you feel like you're in a good place right now are we are we good we're um, great we got a great episode here people yeah. um I'm so I'm so freaking excited um any any last words before we let you go before we wrap this up um so that you know people can remember you and they could say biz i'm gonna go check out her youtube videos and yes. i'm gonna go follow her on instagram yes. see what she's about yeah yes. basically i'll just say like what i am hoping to do with my life is make people laugh and smile and just bring them joy and sometimes you know i feel like those little moments of escape uh that's it's just really cool and you know it gets you through tough times so if you want to check out my youtube video i have lots of pranks um and if you want to follow me on instagram like i don't post a ton but i do have like i do have like a decent following and i do check my dm so um feel free to reach out and yeah i like to stay connected to you guys so yeah heck yeah <laughs> heck yeah all right well, where was that instagram one more time instagram at biz betsing yeah awesome yeah. Find, find, her. Below. find her find her find <laughs> her all right well, well thank you so much for yeah. joining us thank this you so much dope. for yeah, coming on the show thank you for having me i'm sure we'll yes. have you on again this was a fantastic conversation this was this thank was you it. for the vibes we're out oh. of here peace Bye. <laughs> yeah we'll catch you on the next one